Unicorn Lion being grabbed by Dubayana and Animo in the middle. It's Dubayana hitting the lead from Animo. They beat off Unicorn Lion, but Dubayana is drawing clear and William Haggis has done it again. Dubayana by three lengths to Animo. Mawunga rattling home into third. He's a shocker fourth. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show where Dino and Ray, one of our guests, says was that a pre-recording was <laughs> Well, it wasn't because we're a bit pressed for time. Uh, Stu also says, Zorba mentioned 60,000 at the Celtic Rangers game, but I can tell you there was not one away fan there for safety reasons. I'm a Rangers fan, Dino. Talk Celtic are just too good. Just too good at the mm. moment. Ooh, what's this one right here? Yeah, Stanley texting. I would love to have been ringside to watch Jeff Harding knock out Dennis Andres in wow, England. Yeah. He was gutsy that time. Yeah, he beat Andres twice. I think he beat him the first time in Atlantic City. And he had to knock him out to win that Correct. fight. Yeah. Correct. I tell you what was a knockout yesterday. That was Dubai Honor. He was just too good. It was a pleasure to see. Our next guest has been an absolute star since he's been in Sydney. William Haggis is on the line. William, good morning. Morning, Ray. Hey, thanks for joining us, William. Congratulations with Dubai Honour yesterday. I, I think the calmest man in the lead-up to this race and then post-race was you. you. Was that just confidence in the horse, William? Not really, no. It was uh, keeping expectations as low as possible. Yeah. And you must remember, Ray, that when you're, you know, lots of people in my position are like ducks. Mm. On the top of the water, they look serene and calm, and underneath, their legs are going... <laughs> Like mad to keep going. Yeah. Well, you. Yeah, so uh, it, was, it was great. It was. Yeah. Well, you had, you did a good job covering that up, but you, you you paid tribute to the team. Isabella's been out here with Isabella Paul out with the horse all the way through. He was bringing in the Ranvet. He came to the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. There was this huge build up. Um, William into this contest. It lived up to the hype, but he was just too good. Yeah, he was yesterday, and he confirmed the form in the Rambert. We were a little bit sceptical, all of us, that uh, he'd done so well in the Rambert that he wasn't going to reproduce that effort. So that was the the only thing that concerned us, but uh, we were pretty convinced that a wetter track would be better for him. Mm. And uh, I think he put up just as good an effort. I haven't seen any times yet. Have you seen... Any uh, time? Yeah, did he, he went. Did he, run good time? He, he actually ran good time sprinting home because the race did develop into a sprint home. His overall time only two oh seven, so it was well outside the, the the track record, which you would expect on that rain affected track. But his last eight hundred metres sub forty seven on those conditions, quite outstanding. Right. Yeah, great. So he, he has got good. that turn of foot. Yeah, hasn't he did. He, he finished. Yeah. <clears throat> he had. He has, and he, 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 Tom said he was always pretty confident once he turned for home, and he said he felt a real strong turn of foot. Mm. Yeah, that was great. William, do you think your success will lead to more uh, European trainers targeting the championships in the Sydney autumn? Uh, not. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> Best kept secret in England, isn't it, William? <laughs> it, it, it's... But, but, you know, you need the right horse. And, and, you know, Joseph came down with a strong team, had a brutal time. Mm. And that's how how difficult it is. You know, it's not it's not an easy thing. I'm not saying that we're clever, but we've, we brought the right horse and they're quite old. I mean, 
Purple Pay, for example, is pretty smart filly. Has looked very, very ordinary out here. So, you know, it's identifying the right horse is really part of it, and then it's got to all go well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, William, one of our listeners has just texted in. Can you ask William Haggis if the owners of Purple Pay also own the 2006 Kentucky Derby winner, Barbaro? He thinks they're the same colours. That's from Sid. Yeah, they did. Okay, there you go. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well um, done, Sid. Yeah. Barbaro was a wonderful horse and uh, he won the Kentucky Derby easily and then he broke his leg mm. in the Preakness. Um, I up the home straight for the first time and he was insured for an enormous amount of money in those days and they spent 18 months trying to keep the horse alive he yeah. shattered his leg yeah. so a wonderful story really and then eventually he succumbed to laminitis mm. and uh, they the Jacksons gave the insurance money to the hospital that tried to save him wow i actually went... so it was uh, <laughs> yeah. it was Sorry, Wim. Sorry. Yeah, you, you go, Wim. Sorry. I know. It was a, a great story, and they're mm. wonderful people, and I, I'm really sorry for them that she hasn't worked out here. Mm. Yeah, no, Shame. fair enough. Yeah. I actually went to that 2006 Belmont because it looked like he was going to win the Triple Crown after his derby, and then, of course, he had that injury, Barbara, which you mentioned, William, and there was the world's biggest get well card out the front of of Belmont um, Racetrack in New York for people to sign, and um, he certainly moved a lot of people. This horse moved a lot of people in the last three or four weeks, due by honour, and uh, William, what are your plans now? I know you've got a nomination in for Hong Kong. I dare say you'd love to get him back to Royal Ascot in June as well. Yeah, well, we can't. We, we've got to be careful. We don't do everything. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> you know, my, my long-term plan will be to try and bring him out here again next year and try and repeat the, what he's done. We'll see. But he'll, he'll go to Hong Kong on the way home. And um, and then we'll we'll take it from there. We've got one or two others in the stable that might be going to ask it for the um, for, for the Prince of Wales and the other race. Okay, uh, well, William, have you got a English or an Epsom Derby hopeful this year? Sadly not. Okay. Sadly, <clears throat> I don't think so. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, but we're always looking, right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, William, what about um, the, the build-up to um, this clash yesterday, you've been only in Sydney for a week, but I know people like me have been driving you mad for some weeks. Um, England has its big moments, uh, Royal Ascot um, and the Derby, but there's not a lot of cut through in the mainstream media, whereas in Australia it, it, it's still prevalent. Is that what you've noticed down here? Yeah, unbelievable. I mean, the, the publicity we've had has been demanding but lovely. Um, and it's so nice that that such an interest is taken by uh, Australians in our great sport. And, and, and the, the tragedy is that in England, it's uh, far more a betting product and, and the actual horse themselves are, are, are not uh, number one. But here, it seems everyone, oh, of course they love a bet, but everyone likes the horses. And what, what was so lovely about yesterday for me was how many young people were there and how how much this sport and business is thriving here. Mm. So good on you. We're very envious in the Northern Hemisphere. William, just on the championships, how big is the championships compared to you know, other events that you've been to globally? Uh, they're pretty, pretty big. 
I mean, obviously, we've had a bit of luck here, so uh, we're going to say that. But they're pretty big. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic time racing in Sydney in the, in the autumn. It's, it's great. It's a shame occasionally the weather ruins it. Yeah. Uh, but the concept is great. The atmosphere yesterday was terrific. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's great. Keep it up. Keep yeah. it up. I'm sure plenty more will come. Exactly. Well, William, will we uh, see any of your horses down here for spring in Sydney or Melbourne? Uh, not sure yet, uh, but we're always looking. Um, we're, we're always keen to come. And uh, I'd like to have a go at that Golden Eagle. That appeals to me. Okay, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a long way to come. <laughs> so the Golden Eagle for a three-year-old might be hard. Yeah, I understand. This poor man hasn't slept since he's been here, Dean. He hasn't got to the time zones right. But we have been talking about another sport, which I know that you once opened the batting for Harrow against Eton at Lords way back in 1979. You captained the side in that traditional match. And Dino and I love our cricket, William, but what's happening with baseball? What is it all about? How do you see the Ashes going this 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 uh, summer in in England? I think it'll be fantastic because we were very envious of the Langer Hayden era, when you know if if there was a loose ball on the opening day of the Test match, uh, Hayden used to hit it for six. <laughs> he never let it through to the keeper, you know, and that's the way the attitude the English players have got at the moment. Yeah. And, you know, they had a phenomenal series in, in New Zealand where I think they scored 400 and something Unbelievable. on the mm. first day. Mm. You know, and, and that's, you know, at the end of the day, we all like to win cricket matches, but at the end of the day, they are there to entertain. And uh, England especially have stodged their way to 200 for five on the opening day of a test match. It's, it's of no interest to anyone. Mm. We want to see competition and see see played in the correct spirit and that's what McCarthy has always been like that to be fair yeah. he's always been a marvellous player when he captained New Zealand he was exactly like that I'm a great fan of his long before he became our coach but but now he's got an ally in Stokes who mm. thinks like him and it's been refreshing and the players are like different people oh yeah you know, they're, they're battling for places. And, mm. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Australia is strong, always have been. Um, it'll it'll be absolutely wonderful. Looking forward to it. Come on over. Now, I'm William, there, speaking there. of coming over, do you know Ray will be there? I think it's July 1, day 4 yeah. of the Lord's Test. Well, so, mm. I'm hoping you might be able to catch up with him pre-first ball and have a couple of pints at one of those beautiful <laughs> old English pubs. Yeah, day four. If it's going that long. Because it might be (laughs) (laughs) We arrive in England the day before, William. I know you met Tanya yesterday, and we've the first thing we're doing is is um, getting into the cricket. But it is day four, so I hope it goes that long. But can't wait for the Ashes. Hey, William, it's been fantastic for you and your stable with Dubai Honor. Congratulations! Another hit and run mission pulled off. all the very best. I know you're leaving for England tonight. Best for the Northern Hemisphere. Ah, get it right, Dino. Northern Hemisphere summer. Hope to catch up with you in England and hope to see you back down in Sydney again very soon. Well, Ray, if there isn't a fourth day at the Test match, come and see us in Newmarket. Done. Done deal. Good on you. Th- thanks so much, William. Good man.